welcome back, besties, to Conversations with my BFF. Hey, guys. Hope everybody's doing well. Joe, how are you? I'm good, Joe. I'm just, I'm here. Are you ready to talk about ghosting? I think we should just dive right into the subject matter today. <gasps> I guess. I'm a little nervous. It's your time to shine, Joe. It's your time to shine uh, or, okay. or not shine. I don't know how this is going to go. I guess. I mean, fuck it. Now I'm getting hot. I'm taking off my sweater. <laughs> oh, Lord. She's literally taking off her sweater, y'all. I got nervous, Joe. Oh, Lord. Okay, so if nobody knows what ghosting means, ghosting is basically when you just stop talk, stop all communications with the person without telling them why or, like, giving them a reason as to why you've stopped you know, texting, calling, hanging out, whatever. You just ghosted them, basically. Right. Um, I think nine times out of 10, it's usually in reference to a dating relationship, but that is not the case for today. <laughs> no, I wish I was that strong enough in my past relationship. Oh, yeah, me too, Joe. I, w I wish you were too. I know, Joe. I know. That's another episode. We're not even going to touch that. Oh, my God. I don't think I want to relive that. Lord. No. Let's not do the that. The Lord has delivered me from that relationship. Right. And brought you your husband. Praise God. So I've been ghosted in my life. And I've ghosted people. I, I, I think everybody has, right? I mean. Well, I would hope so. Because I always feel like it's rude after the fact but then I have to like realize why am I ghosting this person like right. what is the deep rooted issue right and I feel like when I was making my notes for this it's I have a communication issue mm. when it comes to friendship for example if someone like offends me or if someone has like hurt my feelings or something like that instead of me telling them I just ghost them Right. Well, I don't like confrontation. I, and yeah, that's another issue too. Like I rather just one, if it's not too bad of an insult, I'm just like, oh, whatever. She was rude. But then if it is, I'm just like, well, I'm done talking to you. And instead of telling them, like I said, I just stopped talking to them and I'm just like, they should know what they did. But it's like, some people don't know that they're being rude. And how are they supposed to know if you don't tell them? Right. Or they don't know that they've necessarily offended you. Exactly. So then, now I will know that if you ghost me, I have pissed you off in some way. Exactly. And then you are responsible for trying to figure out what happened. I have to figure out why you're offended. Exactly. <laughs> but that is not the mature way to communicate, apparently. <laughs> but I think it's worked fine in my life. Right. What? I mean, who cares? But anyway, so I'll tell you. Oh, I lost Joe. <laughs> I'm trying to. ghosted me for real. I'm, I'm done. I'm trying to like position my computer. It's not, this thing is not wanting to work. Her computer just like died well not really it didn't die i'm just gonna move this i was trying to like well that's better anyway never mind sorry i'm back i'm not ghosting you 
thank God. I do use that phrase though quite a bit. Like my friend Sophie, for instance, if I don't hear from her, like after a little bit, I'll be like, are you ghosting me? <laughs> She'll be like, yes, I am. You have like this PTSD of ghosting. Because of you and you didn't even ghost me. Stop. Oh my God. So anywho. Just hearing you talk about it. I know. And going through it. So I've ghosted someone. Uh, I used to work with this person. Um, she ended up moving to the same city I moved to a couple, maybe like a year later after uh, Adrian and I moved there to San Diego. Convenient. And, convenient. I guess. <laughs> uh, she had her own reasons for moving there, which I will not, you know, discuss Discl- or whatever. Disclose. Mm-hmm. So we had, you know, we would meet up and stuff. And I just felt like um, I was giving more into the friendship than she was in regards to like meeting places. And like, I had a fear of the highway. If you're not from California and you move here, especially if you've only lived in one place your entire life, the highway is like terrifying. Right. And then when you've had a hit and run and your car was totaled in San Diego, Right. You have a little bit of PTSD, which I still do to this day. Like I will literally get on the highway and drive like a bat out of hell just to get off as soon as possible. Or you'll avoid it. Yes. Or I'll avoid it at all costs. Like when I would drive to work, it literally, instead of taking the highway, I took the back way. It was so long. It was like an hour for me to get to work. And I was always late. Oh God, it was terrible. But to like not be deadly afraid of the highway or having like a panic attack in traffic, I was like, I don't care. I right, it was worth it. Way. So anyways, I say that to say, you know, the highway wasn't my best friend. And it was always like, you know, me meeting, have, having to meet this person somewhere that involved the highway when I was just like, I don't feel comfortable going. Can I just like meet you halfway somewhere? Anyways, and then during that time, I was, like, trying to figure out, like, working, Adrian's schedule with being in the Navy. I was still new to San Diego. Like, it was just a lot. And I I think I didn't have time to actually have, like, or continue a friendship at that moment. Right. Anyways, because of all the stuff on my plate. And instead of, like, telling her that, I kind of just ghosted her. Right. Like I remember her texting maybe like a week later. Um, and like for people who know me know I'm always texting and checking up on people because that's just me. You are. And then I had to learn, especially this year, that you don't have to always be checking up on people. Well, like, right, because it has to be a two way street. Exactly. And you know I'm always the person that keeps the group together. Like I'm just you know, the planner, like this is what we're doing. This is, you know, whatever, whatever. So anyways, back to the San Diego ghosting. So San Diego ghost, (laughs) you know, the ghosting of San Diego. Yeah. I like that. So she reached out once and I didn't respond. And then I feel like that was the only response. And then like two weeks had gone by and I was just like, okay, really? Like, you haven't picked up the phone to call because we would talk often. Like our relationship wasn't just texting. It was like phone calls. 
So I was like, okay. And then it kind of just went from there, like two weeks, no call. And I was just like, okay, well, I'm currently going through something, so I'm not going to reach out to you. And it's just like, okay, well, you don't care enough to even reach out if you haven't heard from me after two weeks. And you know, like I talk to you often. Right. So anyways, that like now thinking about it, I was like, that's not even a legitimate reason. But when I was like going through it, I was just like, I need this, like some things are going to fall from the wayside. Like I can't deal with, you know, me always putting forth more effort in the friendship than the other person. Right. I mean, in two weeks is a long, to me, two weeks is a long time to, to not talk to somebody. Yeah. You and I talk every day. Right. I mean, we're not talking on the phone every day, but we're texting every day. All, I mean, we talked about this last week. Disclaimer, yeah. except during my work hours. <laughs> you see my wink? Exactly. And um, then it's just like when it's too late, like it's been like a month now. Right. Like, whatever. I could imagine not like hearing from you for two days. You know what I mean? Like not responding yeah. to you within two days. Like that, that to me would be like, what is... Is she dead? Let me let me call Adrian because she's probably dead. Exactly. And that was my thought process because it's just like we talked often. Like, why didn't you make more of an effort to see what was going on? Right. Pretty much it. And I mean, all you can do is try. And if you don't, you know, I mean, at least put the effort forward. Right. Right. So anyways, I moved on with my life. You know, uh, she was still there in San Diego. And then um, ended up moving to Sacramento. And then just like it came over my heart like two weeks ago to reach out to her specifically and apologize for me ghosting her. Right. And like, because I know she was going through some stuff as well. And then, you know, I felt bad, but I was just like, I don't, I can't be supportive right now. Like I'm going through my own shit with all this new, like, my new life, like right. I was completely, uh, I was a new military spouse. And if any uh, military spouses are listening, you know how it is. Right. You were thousands of miles family. away from your family and everything, you know. Yeah. And then the life of the Navy and then that uncertainty. But anyways, so yes, I ended up ghosting her. Um, and then I reached out to her like two weeks ago to apologize because it finally came over my heart. And I felt like I just needed closure. And I kind of just like left it in her, her, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Her court. Yeah. In her court, like the ball in her court. Like if she wanted to even have the conversation as to why, you know, or where I could explain more to her what was going on um, during that time and why it goes to her. But I'm sure it came to her as a shock because it's probably been like almost two, three years now. It's been a long time. Yeah, I haven't spoken to her and I was just like, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to end it. Like, not end it, but like, I need to move on from this. Right. She hasn't responded, which is fine. Like, I don't expect her to. Right. But just know that that apology was genuine. Right. I I mean, I think you did the right thing, you know? Yeah. It is what it is. And it's just like that phrase or that meme that's always around like people are in your life for a season right or like what is it they're in your life for a reason not a season shit I don't know <laughs> what are you talking about it's like people come in your life for a season oh Only my god season? Joe, I don't- 
Huh? Only a season? When are we? Be, are you going to cancel me? Mm. A season? You ain't been canceled yet. I think you're a lifetime member. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that was one way I was uh, I ghosted somebody. Right. And then I currently, I wouldn't say mm, maybe I am ghosting. So let me explain what occurred. So in 2019, Adrian was um, stationed overseas for an entire year. Right. So I stayed in San Diego to work and wait for him because the plan was when he came back, we would be stationing uh, in California again as well. Well, that didn't happen, but whatever. And so that was 2019. And in that year, I was literally in like, fight or flight mode right like I was by myself my family were my co-workers right like that's all I had in case of an emergency if something happened like they were my go-to thank god he sent me Loretta right that is not her real name amen I call her and that's what you'll know her as that is what you'll know we told you we had nicknames for everybody yes and they're so, not all they're not all mean and <laughs> Loretta knows it. Loretta knows that's her nickname. I mean, and she's, you know. Yes. Most of, a lot of our people don't know their nicknames. That is very true, Joe. It's very secret society over here. Secret society. <laughs> You'll just never couple, be able to decode our text messages. Just a couple of mean girls, you know, whatever. Stop it. Oh, and some people are emojis. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Some people don't even have a name. We just use a particular emoji for them. Oh my God. Hilarious. <laughs> so anyway, so, and it's funny because, so I worked uh, like on base and a lot of my team members were from the South. Right. Which may, I did not know that there was a difference in like personalities, difference in like way people move. Like I could tell if you weren't Southern basically. Right. And I, I thought like, oh, if you have a connection, you have a connection. But I always gravitated towards Southern people. True. Which I didn't even know that was a thing. Although one of my really good friends is, for, she is a true San Diegan. So <laughs> I don't know what that has to say about my theory. But but she does have ties to North Carolina. We'll so see. There she you has go. Some Southern in her. Anywho, so uh, Loretta was like my number one girl, and she was from Columbia, South Carolina. Right. Of course she Crazy. was. <laughs> and then I had my friend Maggie. She's a San Diegan. And then I had um, a couple of other friends who, from the South. And then I had right. my annoying uh, coworker David. Bless his heart bless his heart <laughs> my he annoying retired. my annoying co-worker I'm sure that he's gonna listen to this that's gonna make him feel so great about himself it is because he knows his ass is fucking annoying he's gonna like, give us he's gonna give us one star <laughs> he was trash to, trash he was supposed to be my airport ride never happened he's such an asshole oh my but god yet, we still talk once a week He's single, he doesn't do shit, and he would never. So that's our relationship. But like I said, I still talk to his ass once a week, and he still fills me in on the work drama where I'm like, I call him Kirk. I'm like, Kirk, 
I don't get paid for this anymore. So right. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I used to get paid to hear this bullshit, but not anymore. I love hearing the old drama from my old employment. I know. I just love how they're still eat up. Like I know. Hmm, whatever. Anyway, so I had, you know, a core group of people that I can count on in case anything were to happen. So, and that was it. Right. Like, I didn't have any family. I didn't have, like, people from back home nearby. So anyways, 2019, I was, you know, waiting on Adrian to come home from being stationed overseas. So he comes home. Um, it's January 2020. He comes home almost, like, <clears throat> a day to the year he left. And then um, we start getting ready for him to separate and he's looking for work. And then, um, which was very stressful. We had to look for a place to live. We didn't know where we were going to go until like March, mid-March. So everything was up still in limbo. And then COVID happened and we were all like, we didn't see that coming. No, COVID happened and we were like, well, shit, we can't go anywhere. But thankfully- He had, you know, secured a job. We knew where we were going. We had a home to go to. So thank God that worked out in our favor. And during the meantime, when COVID hit, I was still trying to find work in Sacramento, which is fucking ridiculous. Like they want people to have master's degrees, but only pay them 18 an hour living in fucking California. Are you serious? Right. Like it was so hard to find something. So fine and thank god for unemployment because i was on an unemployment right and i think in the end of october i found employment but could that job trash the worst job i've ever had professionally it was ridiculous i lasted three weeks like i could not do it and it wasn't anything new I had been a case manager for almost like 10 years. It was just major micromanager. Mm-hmm. The population I was working with, I was just like, I don't know about these people. Right. I tend to gravitate towards more those who are less fortunate. Right. Like that's my passion. That's my preferred population because right. I know they'll work 10 times harder to get, you know, mm-hmm. whatever they need. And then, I don't know, it just wasn't good. I don't even like to talk about it because I just get like PTSD from how stressed out I was during that time. Right. And, then, and they kind of um, lied to you too. I mean, they yeah. kind of lied to you. Yeah, the there was more in depth into the position that I thought because I was like, I've been a case manager. A case manager is a case manager. Like, right. It's literally the same thing, but just like different verbiage that they used. And I was right. like, oh, this is easy. And it, when I was in San Diego, I was a case manager to <clears throat> Navy families who had special need dependents with a caseload of over 700 cl- families. Right. And here it was like 120. And I was like, fuck that. I can this do is that easy. Thing. I can this do this in easy. my sleep. Yeah. The pay was decent. I can get these cases updated in no time. Like mm-hmm. this is going to be smooth sailing because at that point we thought we were going to stay in uh, Sacramento for at least 10 years. Right. Uh, that is not the case currently. So, um, so dealing with that, and then I hit a wall. I, I hit a wall after I, like, what the fuck is going on with me? Like, I'm sad. Like, how could I not do this job? It was so easy. 
I was like really hard on myself because I was like, I, you know, like I said, I've been a case manager for years. Like this should be easy. But anyways, I got in a really big funk and I really didn't want to talk to nobody. Right. And there are certain, when people reach out to me, you know, I would ignore ignore the text or if they would call, you know, I wouldn't call back. And then finally I was just like, look, I'm not doing well right now. I kind of just need my space to figure out what the hell's going on. Right. And, um, I'll reach out to you like when I can, like whatever, like when that's you all ready. I could say. That's all I knew at the time what was happening in my head. So it's just like, I'll get to you when I can, you know? So anyways, that was like January, February came. And then I was like diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder, which was like, what the fuck? <sighs> that was Poor surprising. Joe. I know. That was surprising. And it made sense as to what I was feeling. Right. Like I had been putting off the symptoms for so long because I thought it was just a phase I was going through. Well, I thought it was just like, you know, it would go away. Right. But eventually it didn't. It got so bad that it's basically attacking my immune system. So now I'll probably be on medication for the rest of my life. And it's just like, you, it'll never go away. It can be in remission, but it'll just never go away. Right. So I'm like, well, fucking fabulous. And I was like, well, that makes sense. And I'm glad I'm not just like being lazy and not motivated. Right. It's just like, there's li- seriously, like something's wrong with your body. Like your body's right. not what it's supposed to be. Anyway, so that, you know, diagnosed with that. This all will lead to ghosting in a minute. (laughs) It always comes back to the ghosting. Yes. I'm just giving you what I was going through and how stressful it was and how I just needed space for a minute or longer. Anyway, so, you know, some of my friends were understanding and were like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm here for you. If you need anything, you know, I'll wait till you're ready to talk. Like no rush, blah, blah, blah. Then there were some friends who did not understand what was going on. They were like, what do you mean you don't want to talk to anybody? Like, are you okay? Like, do you want to talk? I'm just like, I specifically said, I don't want to talk to anybody. Like, I'm trying to figure it out myself. What the fuck is going on? Right. Like, no, I don't want to talk it out. Like, and that's how I get when like, I'm stressed or it's just like something's happened. I'm just like, let me try to process it myself right enough for it to talk and then like I'm such an oversharer when we like when I've become your friend like I tend to overshare and give like all these updates and I noticed I was giving all these updates to everyone and I was just like repeating the same story over and over right and I was like that overwhelmed me because I'm reliving the stress again every time right every yeah every single person and I was just like one, I need to stop telling people my business who don't tell me their business too. Right. Like I learned that with this time of kind of like me processing my life and like trying to figure out where to go from here. There are some friendships where I really don't know anything about them. Right. Like they know everything about me up until the point that we last spoke, like what was happening, you know, everything that's going on in my life. But all I know is bits and pieces of their life. And it's just like when I ask about, you know, how's your family? How's this? How's that? They're like, oh, it's good. 
all they're good. <laughs> and I'm just like, when I was processing this, I was like, you know what? I really don't know some people that I thought were my closest friends. Though. Right. So crazy to me. So anyways, um, some people have been ghosted. Um, some individuals keep reaching out to me even after I've asked for boundaries. Right. Um, or maybe they've people, reached out to me. Yes. Some have reached out to Joe and Joe's like, what do you want me to do? And I'm just like, just tell them like, I'm fine. I'm not done. Right. Yes. This is not normal. This is not my personality, but I've grown. Right. And I know that I don't have to have or keep all these people up to date on my life. Right. Especially if you're not keeping me up to your, you know, and it's not like tip for tap. Like if I tell you all this personal stuff, you have to tell me all this personal right. stuff. But I should know a little bit more than your day to day. Like, oh, it's good. Oh, it's great. Oh, right. I mean, why do you need to know everything about my life if I don't know anything about your life? Yeah. Like this. What is are not you doing with the information? Exactly. Like this is not a reality weekly show. Like this right. is my life. And I don't need you just to watch my episode and then come back every two weeks to get right. So, um, like I said, there are people that are currently being ghosted. Um, some have taken it personally, which I'm just like disgusted by that because right. I miss the old me too. And I don't think I'm ever going to go back to being this, you know, oversharing person just because I've known you for so long. Right. Like that's, that may not ever happen again because I've learned my lesson. Right. And then it's so fucking draining to like keep repeating the same thing over and over. Like we were saying earlier. Right. It's like, yeah. I've already told you three times that I don't want to talk right now. So let's just yeah. drop exactly. it. Exactly. Like I, all I asked was for you, if you're my friend to respect my space right now. Right. And then even if we were to come back full circle and I've like continue to want, you know, continue this friendship, I'm not going to give you a recap of where we left off to where we are now. Right. It's like, do you want to continue like moving forward? Or, Cause I, I can't go back. I've worked too hard to even get to this point to discuss this. Right. So it is what it is. You better listen to the podcast. Please. Because I'm not repeating myself. <laughs> For an explanation. Jesus. Well, you shouldn't have to either, you know? No. So anyway, so some tips for if someone has asked you, you know, for boundaries or setting their own boundaries, which they've never done in their entire life, which I've never done. I've always been a yes person. Right. So don't take it personally when they've asked you to reach out, don't continue reaching out. That adds more stress to the person. That added so much stress to me because I was like, oh my God, all these people that are worried about me, I need to hurry up and get over what the hell I'm going through because I'm taking in their feelings instead of working on mine. Right. Stop digging. Like stop trying to figure out what's, what's their, what are they going through? Don't reach out to other friends trying to figure it out. You know, just let it be. Let it be on May. <laughs> that should be the slogan. <laughs> Hashtag. Exactly. 
I mean, and that's like, for me going through this whole process, I would say those are like the top three tips I would give. Right. Don't take it personally. If they ask you not to reach out to them, don't reach out to them because it stresses them out even more. And just, if you want to wait, just wait. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. Right. So that's my currently ghosting uh, people. But then I've been ghosted on my end. And now, like, I understand why people ghosted me. So I had a family member ghost me early on because the word lecturing triggers me because of those, these two people that have ghosted me have said to other people that I've been lecturing them and they don't want to hear that right now when they're going through the thick of it. And I was like, oh my God, that's like me, especially in this last, with some of the people trying to tell me to just get over it. Um, people just trying to tell me, especially when I was going through the whole job situation where I was just right. like, I don't think I could do this. Like, I feel like I'm going to have to quit. Like I, when I went in, it was ugh, like, I said, I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, don't talk about it. Joe. It's going to upset you. Yeah, it is. So I was just like, um, that's not like me. People were telling me just to collect the check and suck it up. And I was just like, I did that in San Diego. Right. Like, I'm fucking tired. Like I was right. mentally drained having, you know, the whole year without Adrian COVID hit. Um, and then my autoimmune. So it's just like, I'm tired. Right. And all you're telling me to do is just suck it up and don't let, you know, those people at the job, you know, get to you. And I was just like, I can't. So now I understand when I was quote unquote lecturing people, that's not what they wanted to hear at that time. Right. They just wanted to be heard. They wanted to be listened to and let them figure it out. Right. Yeah. Because I feel like we're the type of people that want to like help everybody solve their problems. But yes, you can't always do that. And I've learned that like now, if someone is like, you know, talking about what they're going through and just like, I don't know what to do. I literally have to ask do you want my advice or my opinion? Right. Because usually I would just go in and be like, well, you need to do this. I would have done that and blah, blah, blah. Right. And now I'm learning. I don't, you don't want to fucking hear that when you're going through shit. Like that's the last thing, especially from a friend, you know? Right. So the one family member, you know, that was her thing. You know, I was lecturing her the way she was moving with her life, you know, I didn't agree with, but at the end of the day, fuck it, it is what it is. And right. I lost that relationship with that family member. And then another one is I lost another friendship because I was quote unquote lecturing her about her relationship. And, but the funny thing is, it's just like, I was getting it from her, the information, and I was getting it from another person she knew as well. So it's just like, I'm not making this shit up. Right. Like, you are telling me all the bad stuff and I'm hearing this and I'm just like, this is not right. Like you deserve more, but then you're mad when I tell you that. Right. So that's the two uh, people I've been ghosted by, but now I understand why, like no beef. No, I'm not mad. I mean, I moved on with my life. Clearly they right. moved on with their life. Clearly. Um, it doesn't mean that I'm not gonna, you know, if we were ever to, you know, rekindle our relationship, I'm not gonna be like, 
you know, petty with them. Remember that time you were a bitch? (laughs) Exactly. Like, because now I understand because I've gone through it. Right. Shit. And now I understand why people are going to ghost your ass. You know what? And that's okay. Yo, look how much you've grown. Oh my God, Joe. Could you imagine? Like, I can't even imagine how much growth has happened. Tear. Like, I would just be like, Patty, I ain't talking to you. You ain't talking to me. Patty, Patty. You know what? I just feel like I'm going to have to, like, go on my social media and just start deleting people. Right. It's just like, if you, because I always feel like people just get on social media and just be nosy. Right. You know, what are they doing? Um, Oh, they moved again. Like all that kind of shit. So I'm None just of like, your business. You know Some people aren't privy to the minimum right. that I put on social media. <laughs> right. And you don't put that much on there anyway. No, I really don't. Like if we go on a trip somewhere, I'll put it on there. But right. Like, or very, it's like Adrian's birthday or something. Yeah. I rarely do any like long quotes and shit. Cause I'm just like a person, not a personal, I'm a very private person. Right. One, I don't want people in my business. And then two, I just don't, I don't want to hear the judgment. I don't want to hear, you know, all the shit that comes along with it. Right. But anyways, I have learned that's my ghosting story. Let us know if you've been ghosted. Let us know. Or if you've currently been ghosted. Are you ghosting people? Yeah. I'm not ghosting anyone. Thank God. Jim. I just don't have any friends except for you. <laughs> so I, just... <laughs> I can't, Joe. So it is what it is. It is what it is, Joe. But, you know, you've come a long way in your ghosting journey. Yeah. So if I'm currently ghosting you or you feel like I'm currently ghosting you, you may never hear from me again. And this is your explanation why. Right. And if you think this, if you think this podcast episode is about you, it probably is. And I don't want to hear it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Joe, don't come for Joe because she ain't, she ain't coming back. She ain't listening. I'm I'm not coming back. I'm not going to entertain it. She's just going to put you on on mute. Yeah. I said what I said. (laughs) It's kind of just in the air. And hey, I hate Joe. to be that way. You know, I really hate to be that way, but it's kind of like my mental health is my mental health. Right. No one else is. No one else is dealing with the shit that's going on in my head. Right. And it's kind of like I have to make the decision and I'm finally strong enough to make the decision to who to X out of my life. Right. Who's not bringing me anything. Right. And who's just trying to be nosy. So. Right. Y'all protect y'all mental health now because that shit is real. I always thought, oh, amen. What are they? Gen Z's? Gen X? Gen Z are the people that are younger than us. Okay. The Gen Z's are, I was like, oh, they're so emotional, you know, but they've been living in a place where mental health is like out in the forefront and they don't have to hide. Right. That's why it's so much out there. You know, we lived in, you know, our millennial asses. Where it's just like you don't talk about it. You Millennial it asses. And right. then just, it is what it is. You just deal with it and move on. Right. But y'all, keep that mental health in check. Keep it in check. 
Get, get help if you need it. Please do. Please do, honey. But on a lighter note. Yes, Joe. Please, let's lighten. Let's lighten up the episode. Lighten it up, honey. <laughs> you like my singing? It's beautiful. Thank you, Joe. We should Thanks. make Thanks. an album. Joe. Oh, my God. Stop. It would be like a country rap or something. Yes. Remember the time we uh, karaoke to Britney Spears and Adrian left us on the stage? <laughs> Ass. What a jerk. He was like, okay, so Adrian loves karaoke. He was he actually does. at karaoke like on Thursday. Not in California. He's out of town. Anywho. Um, so Joe and I and her aunt Ruth, um, we don't karaoke. Although, does Ruth karaoke? Um, I mean, I think if she has enough to drink, she uh-huh. will. Yeah. Well, anyway. My, my sister also. Oh, my God. Is the queen of karaoke. Miley's although, my she can't sing. No. That's but that's the best part because she doesn't give a shit. <laughs> she would just get out there and belt it. She doesn't it's care, so but she's like, I miss the good karaoke night. I know. We used to go to karaoke all the time before I we know. were old and married and separated and by I, thousands of miles. <laughs> and that part. Yeah, that part. And digest that. alcohol properly. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Don't forget that. Anywho, so we're on stage. She finally convinces us to go up there to sing Britney Spears, Hit Me Baby, one more time. And he's like, I don't know. Yeah, he's like, I'll be the main guy and y'all be my backup ladies. Oh, and we're Lord. like, okay. Mind you, I'm sure we had a couple of drinks in at this point because we would never have done it otherwise. We probably had some of our favorite buttery nipples. Oh, I forgot about the nipples. <laughs> we'll take two buttery nipples. What did you, what did you say? Split four away. What did we say, Joe? Is that how you ordered them? I think it was. Two buttery nipples. That was so long ago. (laughs) We don't even know how to order a fucking shot. We couldn't even order a shot now. (laughs) They'll give us the whole shot. We'll be like, um. I don't think this is right. (laughs) Can I get another cup? Right. We'll take two two Miller lights. (laughs) (laughs) That, please. I think that's all I can drink. And German beer tends to digest well. Anywho, so we get up there. We start singing. And he leaves us. <laughs> the mid song. And we're like, ah! And then, do that. so, we just, you know, continue the song. We're hey. screaming. We sound like dying cats. And I can I mean, we knew, all, we knew all the lyrics. <laughs> And I could see him in the back, just like, oh my God. And like, everyone's laughing because they just realized what happened. Talk about ghosting. Jeez. I know, right? Ghosted (laughs) us on stage. I love that place. (laughs) Memories. I know. Joe, do you have a story for us? I do have a story for you. Um, So the last episode, we talked about my debacle with Trash Mart. And the cupcakes. Yes. So that happened on a Friday. And then we went into the weekend and that's when we recorded. And then that following Monday, I I haven't been really taking lunch breaks because I've been leaving early to go to soccer practice or soccer games twice a week. So 
this Monday, I was like, I needed to do something. Oh, I needed to go order balloons for Tripp's birthday. So I I like told my boss, I'm like, I'm going to get Tripp, order Tripp balloons for his birthday. And I'm going to get gas in my car. Because somebody had my van, aka Vanessa, on Sunday and did not fill it up. Can you guess who that somebody is? Trip's daddy. Trip's daddy. (laughs) (laughs) They were out and about probably doing stuff to help me, but he was like, do you want me to fill up Vanessa while I'm out? Yes. Yeah. It didn't happen for whatever reason. Oh, bless. To start Monday morning with a full tank of gas. Right. Me too. Because that generally lasts me until Friday. Right. I mean, normal people who live less than 30 miles from their employment, it would not, it would last them longer than a week, but whatever. I like a fresh tank of gas Monday morning when I get in my car. So that didn't happen. So I was like, I'm going to get gas. So I told my boss, I was like, I'll be back in like 30 minutes. I was not back in 30 minutes. I should have never set a time because she doesn't really care, but you know, I care Yeah. and I don't want to be stealing time from anybody. So um, I ended up using some leave, like 30 minutes leave that day because I felt so guilty about oh it. So God. I know. Well, you couldn't help it. Well, I know. But anyway, so I leave work. I go to Party City. I order $25 worth of balloons. Jeez, $25. The what? The Dollar Tree doesn't have Mario balloons. Oh, that's true. I bought like this $10 life-size Mario balloon. By the way, it's still up in our oh, dining it? room. It's in our dining. All the balloons are in our dining room. And I was like taking things out of the dishwasher the other night. And out of the corner of my eye, I thought it was trip like climbing the wall. <laughs> what? Oh my it's, God. So I was funny. like, you know, I saw it like in my, in this, uh, you know, out of the corner of my eye. And I'm like, and it was fucking Mario balloon. <laughs> it was not my child. So anyway, oh my God, I'm dead. I bought this giant life-size Mario balloon and then like three regular green or not blue balloons and three regular red balloons. And then yeah. two like Mario, like regular size Mylar balloons, right? $25 on balloons, which I think is ridiculous, but whatever. Mom of the year. He's an only child. So he gets what he wants basically. Yep. So I leave there and I'm like, let me go to the gas station. So I go to the gas station by Marty and Debbie's house. Yeah. That's Her Marty and Debbie. That's my parent. Those are my parents. So um, I go and I, and I get out of the car and I like stick my card in and I put in my pen and it's like card declined. And I'm like, card declined. Like, <laughs> no, but I'm like, okay, well, maybe I put the wrong pin number. So I put it in card decline. I was like, well, that's weird. Let me use my other debit card for my other checking account. Card decline. So at this point, oh I'm God, like, Joe. somebody has hacked my account because I haven't, I know I have money in both of these accounts. Let yeah. me get on my app. All my money is there. Yeah. But my card is not working. So yeah. I'm like, what is going on? So then I go to another pump and do the same thing and it still isn't working. Yeah. So I leave. And I'm like texting my boss and like, oh, you know, like whatever, I am going to be late because this is going on. Well, I wasn't even texting her. I was texting my neighbor who's like my counterpart at work. I was like, I'm going to be late. I don't know what's going on, but 
my car keeps declining. <laughs> so then I'm like driving to the other gas station, the one over by Sonic, which I hate that gas station. So anyway, I'm on hold with the USAA man. And he's like, I don't see any pl- anywhere where your card was declined. And I was like, Weird. well, it ha- both accounts happened like f- four times. Because I went back in and ran him, tried to ran- run him his credit cards. And yeah. he did the same thing. Oh, my God. Um, he's like, well, it could have been like our automatic fraud protection. But I don't see anything about that either on here. And I was like, well, Shit. something's going on. He's like, well, just try a different bank. And if it still doesn't work, you probably need a new card. And I was like, sir, I have had this card for a month. Because they had said my card may have been, you know, compromised. So they sent me a new one. So I literally have had this card for a month and I don't even use it that much because most of my shit is online or, you know, I do like Target and Walmart pickups. So I don't even, I'm not even sticking my card in a ton of machines except to get gas. Well, I wish I did it. I know, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) So I do enough damage with my pickups. So uh, he's like, just try a different gas station. So I put my car in at the gas station and it works with no issue. Weird. And then I'm like, I need a damn drink. (laughs) Mind you, it's like 1230 on a Monday and I have to go back to work. So I'm, you know, so I'm like, let me go into this convenience store, you know, that's attached to the gas station. So I go inside and I was like, oh my God, look what they have. My obsession of the week for last week. Pepsi Zero with mango. Yes. So I grab one and I go to the counter and there's nobody waiting. And I see a sign that says cash only. (laughs) And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh my God. So I look at the lady and I'm like, cash only. And she's like, (laughs) yeah, but we have an ATM in the back. No, thank you. No, ma'am. I'm good. I appreciate it. I'm going to go put my drink back in the cooler in the correct space because Debbie would want me to do that. I know. Put it back with the other mango Pepsi Zeros. I would have left it on the counter. I know. And I walk out and I go to my car and I go back to work and I'm like, I'm fucking done. (laughs) The, the, the end of the, the prior week was shit. And now this, I'm, I'm done. Like what else, you know, I don't need anything else bad to happen, but the rest oh, of that, the rest of the week was fine. Oh, well, that's good. No, no major drama, but I was just like, this is how the week is starting for me. I told you I need some, some sage for you. I, Joe, I need to be burning sage like 24 seven. Um, so I did want to mention that I do have a note in regards to last week's episode <laughs> as I was editing, um, it jogged my memory that I had talked to you about the banana nut Cheerios. Yeah. So I was looking for them. Apparently they were only like a limited edition thing. Oh God. I know. I'm sorry. So oh. I talked to you about them and whoever our two listeners or what. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. I, have, I haven't bought almond milk, so I wouldn't eat just the bowl of sugar. So, well, <laughs> Although I, I just, do want to go get a cupcake today. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I just wanted to let everybody know that they're not currently available. So I'm sorry to disappoint you. Very well, Joe. Thank you for the disclaimer. What are You're you welcome. What are you obsessed with today? I mean, this week. So what am I obsessed with this week? Um, I have not had one of those Pepsis since I think we talked. Well, I might have had one more. Scandalous. I, I did try it um that's right you did try it it was interesting 
Joda is not obsessed with it like I am. I am not. I just haven't found them. I mean, I really wanted to buy a 12-pack, but I, you can't find them. They're sold out everywhere, so. That's crazy. Um. Anyway, so I really had to think about this one this week, and I am going to go with my Cricut. <gasps> Love. Because, let me tell you, last weekend we had Tripp's birthday party. It was originally just going to be a dinner with my parents and us and my sister and her family. And then it kind of turned into a full-blown birthday party, (laughs) you know, like a week before. So I really had to get things moving. Um, I am a party planner. Yes, she is. That's my thing. If I could probably do anything, that's what I would like to do. If you're in the um, Charleston area, reach out to Joe. You're all your a, party planning all needs. your party planning needs. I am not a professional, but I would like to be. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, I'm like, you know, I had started pinning things on Pinterest, of course, yeah. for his birthday a long time ago, just because that's what I do. But I was like, well, it's still kind of like COVID is still going on, even though people say it's over. I don't believe oh that God. it's over. I mean, yeah. Okay. I've been vaccinated. Most of my family has been vaccinated. That does not mean it's over. It's still here. Right. I'm still wearing a mask. So um, I didn't think we were going to have one. And then last minute we decided to have one. And I was like, I have to make crafts for this fucking birthday party. <laughs> there has to be decoration. There has to be. And Hello? of course we, we ordered some, but I still needed more. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I learned a couple of new features on the Cricut that I hadn't done before. I made Trip a t-shirt using the printable vinyl on my printer that turned out pretty good. It was fabulous. Thank you, Joe. I made some booze, which are the ghosts from Mario. I made some chain chomps. They were so cute. I made um, several items for his birthday party. So that was my obsession for this week was the Cricut because it really, uh, as the kids say, came in clutch. Oh my God! Stop. <laughs> I don't, they might not even say that anymore. I don't know, but I, you know, I feel I like know. these Gen Zs—they just—they start using something. I don't even know if that was theirs. That probably wasn't even theirs, but <laughs> it's here and then it's not. Oh my God! Stop. Anyway, I can't handle. What's your obsession, Joe? Joe. Oh my God. My obsession, which will probably be for the next, like, six months, is TikTok. Joe, you're welcome. (laughs) All because of Joe and her ass sending me videos. Now, she had been sending me videos for a while now. And I'm just like, Joe, what is this TikTok-ness? Like, it's ridiculous. It's all what the youngsters do, and they get on there and dance. And it's like a a 60- or 30-minute video. And I'm just like ridiculous just in you said act. 60 or a 30 minute I even said oh shit <laughs> that's why you have YouTube you don't need a 60 minute oh my tutorial. god don't get me started on YouTube it's just like an endless rabbit hole it is Joe but I went on there initially and created an account which I haven't even done anything to it which I probably won't but I won't either um because Lance Bass had posted the dance to what is the name of the actual song? It's gonna be May. Is that the that one it was? Um, yeah. I don't know what the name of the song is. 
I don't know what the name of it is, is anyways. So he posted the dance to it. I was like, oh my God, that looks so easy. I was like, I'm going to go, you know, create an account. Adrian and I are going to do it, which I didn't even tell him about it. But I mean, I feel like you guys are into things like that. You guys like to dance. You're I, like my sister and her husband. Like they're going to get on the dance floor. Right. Oh, yeah. I only, yeah. I only get down for group dances, mostly the Cupid shuffle. So that's my. <laughs> yes. Joe, yeah. if you want to find her somewhere on the dance floor, play that song. But it's like we haven't busted a move in like years. So it's been I don't know so how long, that, Joe. I don't know how that's gonna work. I may busted hurt a hip a or something. Please don't break your hip, Joe. You're too young. <laughs> that would be interesting to get our asses back out on the dance floor. But anyways, so um I created an account and then Lance Bass did his little like move and I was just It like, is called oh. It's Gonna Be Me. Oh, okay. It's not going to be, it's going to be May. It's going to be May. <laughs> so I, um, you know, started scrolling, started looking at videos. And I, five hours later, I was like, this is the best thing ever. It is, right? I just love it because you could see like people in their day-to-day -day life. Mm -hmm. No one is like, well, some people are. But a lot of them aren't done up. A lot of right. them don't have the lashes, the perfect eyebrows, the makeup, and just mm -hmm. talking about, hi, guys, and trying to sell your ass something. Can you, I need you to buy this product. Swipe up. Yeah. Use my promo code. So none of them are doing 2% off. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? At least give me free shipping shit. Something. Damn. But like if you haven't been on TikTok and you're probably like, oh my God, it's so stupid. It's just a bunch of kids dancing, which I thought they showed you how to do the dance. Oh yeah. I feel like everyone's always looking at the screen. I haven't attempted a video yet to play around with it. So I don't really know how it works, but <laughs> if y'all can give us some <laughs> tips on how to do our first TikTok video, that would be fabulous. Oh my God. Are we going to do one? Um, when we're together. We ever. could do edit. I don't know how to do that. Anyway. Yeah, anyways. Uh, it only takes one video. It's like a gateway drug or something. Yeah. I don't know. It, a gateway something. I don't know, but it only takes one TikTok. My friend at work sent me one TikTok. I don't over the summer last year. <laughs> and, you know, I clicked on it. It opened up and I was just scrolling. Yes. Has the little man popped up and told you to go to bed yet? I saw one the other day and I was like, Fuck find you. your business. <laughs> yeah. Mine yoke a phone and TikTok account. Okay. I have another hour before I need to go to bed. And then it's like two hours later. Right. But I love the stripper videos where they're like, she's on, she's on, she's stuck on strip talk. I am upset. <laughs> I just love how most people, especially like in the, in the movies, they have, strippers who are like drop dead gorgeous and right. shape like no cellulite mm -hmm. these bitches ain't look like that <laughs> no they just look like everyday people i know I'm like you do you boo boo i love the one girl the sugar that daddy yes i'm like fuck why do i think get a damn sugar daddy <laughs> damn now no. i'm all cellulite -y. ain't nobody want this now I you're married I know. Oh yeah. And that. Don't but... forget about your husband. <laughs> Although Adrian's always trying to get me to be a web uh, cam. Joe, girl. you should get an OnlyFans page. 
that's what he told me because you know with the well with the cam the webcam girl whatever the hell you call it some people mm-hmm. like w- will watch you like clean right and, oh like, yeah like, joe like, you love to skin. clean yeah and he's like you're always cleaning i'm like um excuse me you're not my pimp okay <laughs> He's always trying to pawn me off. Joe, at least you know he'll be, he'd be supportive. Well, that is true. He's very supportive, even if he wants me to be his cam girl. <laughs> Lord have mercy. And then I was like, I'll just wear masks so nobody knows it's actually Oh, me. perfect, Joe. He's like, they they don't want to see your face anyway. Right. You could just crop your face out, probably. Exactly. So anyways, my latest obsession is TikTok. I, I'm obsessed. I follow this girl who lives in italy and her, her day-to-day stuff just oh my god i'm obsessed if you haven't been on there i just love learning about other people's like culture mm-hmm. and like what, they what they're do doing across the world mm-hmm. this one girl i follow she lives like in some weird town i can't pronounce it but it's like closest to the north pole and they mm, only get like um the sun goes away for like three months at a time oh, or something God. like that it's freezing cold it's it's insane i just love it i'm fucking addicted like i don't even i haven't fucked with facebook in a while and then instagram we used to be my jam but now i'm like fuck that i know that's how i was too i mean even now like every once in a while i'll get on instagram but i'm like Cause I'm like, oh, I wonder what those people are up to. And then I'll be on for like five minutes. I'm like, this is boring. I'm going back I to TikTok. <laughs> because I always thought it was like that too. Like it was just a bunch of teenagers or young people dancing, but it's not, I mean, it's some of that, but yeah. I think that with um, COVID, like all the um, millennials are on there now. And I know they oh, don't yeah. like, I know the Gen Zers don't like that. They don't like us. Well, they have to share. <laughs> Joe, hating, that's my- hating on our uh, skinny jeans. Exactly. Oh my God, stop. And the hair being parted to the side. I was I like, know. what is this trash? <laughs> Who cares? Jealous. Do yeah, they're want. they're trying to bring back all the styles that we wore in high school. I know. I'm like, um, okay. Did you see that? Doing? Did you see that girl that had bought a pair of Jordache jeans and she pronounced it Jordache? Jord- Jordachi or something? Did you say Dorjash? Jordash. Remember that brand like from back in the day? No. That might have been before your time. Was that Kmart? No, I mean I think it was a real brand back in the day, like in the late eighties, early nineties. I don't remember that. I was like three. This is another disclaimer. Joe is five years younger than I am. (laughs) And I will be 40 in November. So there are some discrepancies. Shut up. Joe. I'm so old. You don't look a day over 28. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) (laughs) She said 28 or 23. No, I think I was 23 at the time and she said 28. She might have said 27. It's a little inside joke there. Oh. Somebody we used to hang out with. you used to. I didn't claim that bitch. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't claim her. You brought her along. Somebody that I me. used to hang out with who I tried to incorporate into our friend zone. Our Did friend zone. Work. Didn't work out. She ghosted me. Yeah, Joe, she did. Mm, good. You didn't need her. 
I did not need her. Uh, all right, everybody. So thank you so much for sticking with us for another episode. And conversation with my BFF. Yes. And next time we'll be delving into our relationships with our husbands. So we're gonna, I told Jimbo that that's what we're talking about. I'll tell oh, you. Of course, name. talking shit about me. <laughs> Asians be like, you ain't got nothing to talk about. You ain't got nothing to talk about. We're perfect. Right. So um, don't tell them uh, what we talk about. Except I've already told my husband, so it doesn't matter. It's a secret. Secret that they know about. Because they'll never listen to our podcast. It's like we listen to you enough. Jimbo probably will just to dig at me. I don't know. Oh, my God. Um, But yes, next week we will be talking about uh, how we met our husbands and our relationships with the husbands that put up with us. And how they can improve themselves. Yes, very important. (laughs) We'll be taking notes for them. Exactly. All right, besties. Until next time, make sure you follow us on Instagram, conversations with my BFF underscore podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe to our podcast so you know when our next episode is dropping. Bye. Peace and hey, Reese.